Now, faith, write this down, faith thinking and, and speaking produces manifestation. Faith thinking and faith speaking produces manifestation. All right? What, what are we saying? We're saying that your your faith, to my faith, your faith, your faith and your speaking must be an agreement for you to receive the blessings and the manifestations of, of God in your life. A lot of times we will speak something, but our mind is far from what we're speaking. Well, now we call that you're out of divine alignment. So your, your thinking and your speaking must be in agreement in order to receive from the things of the spirit. Again, let me say that again. Very important that you get a hold of this. Your thinking and your speaking, see, must be in agreement for manifestations to happen in your life. You can't, you know, you can't be at opposite end. Uh, it's very important that you be in divine alignment, that your, your mind and your mouth are in agreement because you think from your mind. Your mind and your mouth are in agreement. It's crucial that you understand these principles if you're going to receive from the word of God. Again, your mind and your mouth must be in alignment. Now, in Ephesians chapter 3, we know this verse. Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verse 20. Now to God that's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all we ask. Watch this. All that we ask or that we think. So again, we're dealing with asking and we're dealing with thinking. Now unto God that is able to do. See, he's able to do it. When our thinking and our speaking is in alignment. It must be together in order for you to receive what God have you to receive. In other words, you go to the word of God and you reconstruct your mind to believe what you're saying. Because see, every manifestation starts inside out. You believe inside and it manifests outside. You believe inside and it manifests outside. The Bible says that, that man believing, uh, he confessed, he believed unto God uh, with his mouth confession and is made unto salvation. Well, you believe in your heart, you confess, and you get born again. But notice your heart, your mind, and your mouth are in agreement when you just like you got born again. You understand? It's just like you got born again. That your mind and your mouth was in alignment for you to be for you to make salvation. Well, your mind and your mouth must be together to make a miracle, to make a breakthrough, to make a 
manifestation in prosperity. These things are so important, ladies and gentlemen. This is why the enemy tries to keep your mind so occupied that you never put your mind on spiritual things and receive from God the things that you can receive by the spirit of truth. So it's very important that you get a hold of that, all right? Very important that you get a hold of those truths because they will set you free. Now, in Hebrew chapter 11, go to Hebrew chapter 11. I want to read that the Amplified Version. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's the King James Version. But now let me read over here. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for or expect for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiveth as real fight what is not revealed to the senses. Now, uh, your senses are not going to understand you operate by faith because your senses deal with the natural. You know, the five senses, taste, hear, smell, those things, touch. But the uh, faith deals with spiritual aspects. It's, it's the believing, it's the knowing uh, that God is true to his word and that he's going to manifest what he's saying. Now, your mind got to line up with this so your mouth can say it Why just consistently. You don't say it today one way and then you said it the other day. Tomorrow you said another way. Well, you're not going to receive anything from the Lord because you're not in agreement. So your mind must always be in agreement. No matter what challenges, what happened, no matter how long you've been believing, no matter what's been said, you must stay in, in sync with your thinking and your speaking. And it's crucial you get this because a lot of times we delay manifestation because our mind and our spirit if you let me say this, say it this way, they divorce themselves. They, they, they together, then they separate. But once the separation comes, then that's where the delay is there. So the mind and the spirit of the mind and the mouth must be in total agreement at all times because um, you put pressure on what you believe in God for. And so the enemy will come, talk to your mind, get you seeing things, thinking negative, speaking negative, and then you, you're hindering uh, the uh, uh, manifestation of your faith coming into reality. Now, you have to understand this, get a hold of this. And it takes discipline. Listen to me. It takes discipline to keep your mind and your mouth in sync at all times. Because you're around people. They say things. The next thing you, you say what they're saying. But if you do, you need to repent immediately. Get it under blood and get back in line to what you believe uh, and what you're speaking is going to manifest in your life. That's so important. Now, let me keep reading. This uh, Hebrew chapter 11 is the hall of faith of men that did exactly what we're teaching. Now, verse 2, for by faith, uh, trust and holy fervor, born of faith, the men of old, divine the men of old had divine testimony born of them and obtained a good report because they operated in what I'm teaching you right now. They not only spoke it, but they believed it. See, uh, hold on right now. Go with me to Romans. We'll come back over to Hebrew. 
but I saw Romans. Uh, no, Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, chapter four. We'll go to Romans in just, but Second Corinthians, chapter four. Uh, look at this with me. And we're going to look at verse 13, because see, we're dealing with the aspect of, of faith, thinking, and speaking produces manifestation. There must be an, an agreement. Here. Thinking in your mouth must line up, stay lined up at all times until the manifestation takes place. Now, here we go. We have the same spirit of faith. So we know that faith is a spiritual force. It's not natural, it's spiritual. According as it is written, I believe, right? We believe with our mind. See, we believe, I believe, and therefore I have spoken what I believe. You see it? I believe, and therefore I have spoken what I believe. See, now, now that's the spirit of faith, having the same spirit of having the same spirit of faith. He's talking about how to have the spirit of faith, the same spirit of faith that Paul walked in, uh, that John walked in, Peter walked in, Jesus walked in. He's talking about the same spirit of faith. Now, again, listen to this. He says, glory to God, I believe. Therefore, I have spoken. What have I spoken? What I believe. Well, where's my believing coming from? It's coming from my thinking. Amen. So I am speaking what I am believing. I am speaking what I am believing, and that's called the spirit of faith. You see what I'm saying? Amen. Then it goes on to say, we also believe, see, some talking about corporate now, having corporate faith. We also believe and therefore speak. It's the same system, whether you doing it by yourself or whether you're doing it corporately is still operating in the same principle or the same system, the spirit of faith. Amen. So again, now let's go back over to Hebrew chapter 11 and we'll look at verse three. Now you understand what the Holy Spirit is saying. He's proven it from the word of God uh, that this is how you operate in the spirit of faith. Now the spirit of faith is necessary for signs, wonders, and miracles to take place. See, amen. Then it says, now verse three, by faith. So again, it's by faith. By faith, we understand that the worlds during that successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purposes by the word of God. Now, the earth was spoken into existence by God. God believed that he spoke, God believed that if he spoke, let it be light, there will be light. Well, we know Genesis 1, Genesis 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12. It's, it's the days of creation. And we know the Bible saying, and, and God said, let there be light, and there was. So again, he's talking about we operate with the same spirit of faith. Amen. So the world was set in manifestation by what I'm ministering to you now, 
according to the Holy Spirit. Amen. The worlds, Pluto, Saturn, all of them were put in their position, their fashion, uh, the order of, of operation because God spoke it into existence because he believed that whatever he said would come to pass. Now you have to believe the same thing, praise God, if you're going to receive from faith. Amen. Then it goes and it says, so that we, what we see was not made out of things which are visible. Well, words are spiritual. Words are supernatural. Faith is spiritual. Faith is supernatural. So we understand these things to be true, ladies and gentlemen. Now, go with me to Romans 4. Go with me to Romans chapter 4, verse number 17. Romans 4, 17. Praise God. Now, again, listen, it takes tremendous discipline to keep your mind in the direction of faith and keep your mouth speaking what your mind is thinking. It's, it's, you got to have discipline. You have to have uh, a strong will to not let anything else protrude uh, through your mouth that is not lining up with what you're thinking. I don't care who's around you. I don't care what they're saying. You have to know that you're speaking the words of truth that the Holy Spirit has told you to put in your mouth for the manifestation you need in your life. Amen. Now, in Romans chapter 4, uh, verse number 16, I want to go back over this, and I want to read that out the Amplified. Therefore, I like this verse, therefore, Inherit, inheriting the promises is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith. See what you inherit from the from God, what you manifest, the promises of God, the miracles of God, the healing, the deliverance, uh, the promotion, the increase, the overflow, the prosperity, whatever it is that you see in the word of God that God is promising you, it is going to manifest in your life entirely on your faith. Now, Jesus always said this word, uh, uh, according to thy faith, be it unto you. He always was, when he was ministering to people, he said, according to thy faith, be it unto Not according to his faith, but according to thy faith or your faith, be it unto you. Now, let me keep reading this. I'm going to go back up again. Therefore, inheriting the promises is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith. I'm reading that to and In order that it might be given as an act of grace, a marital favor, to make it stable and valid, guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the devotees and the adjustments of the law, but also to those who shall faith of Abraham, who is thus the father of his own. So in other words, he said, those who share the same faith of Abraham will see the promises of God like Abraham. The Bible says Abraham believed and God imputed to him uh, righteousness because he believed when he believed, he, he believed that he spoke what he believed and it manifested in his life. Now you and I have to understand that's how things going to operate in our life and set it as a pattern. You can't say you're healed today and you're hurting tomorrow. Come on now. No, if you, if you say you're healed today, you got to say you're healed tomorrow, then you got to say you're healed the next day, 
even if you feel some type of pain, even if it seems like it's not moving like it's supposed to, you still got to confess what you believe is happening in your life. And a lot of times we, we stop confessing because we still feel it or we still see it or it hasn't changed. But if you keep speaking the word of God, remember what Hebrews say? Let me give you what Hebrews say. You trying to go by your senses. He said, it's not revealed by your senses. It's revealed by the spirit. So your senses is always condemned, going to try to condemn you operating and moving by faith because it doesn't understand the things of the spirit. The Bible says it's contrary to him. So, of course, he's not going to understand it. So there he's going to fight you. And there he's going to tell you it's not going to happen. You're stupid for believing that way. So you got to understand. Now, let's go to another passage of scripture that's very familiar. Amen. Um, in Matt, Mark chapter 5, go to Matthew chapter 5. Praise this wonderful name. Go to um, Mark chapter 5, if you will. Uh, the story is in another place, too. I want to try to find it. Amen. Now, again, I want you to go to Mark chapter 5, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to pick up something there that I think would be beneficial to us. And we're going to see uh, a young lady doing exactly what we're talking about. And then we have one more, more scripture we're going to go to to solidify uh, Jesus ministering along these lines to the disciples. Now, in, in, in Mark chapter 5, I'm going to get over there. I was looking for something else. Mark chapter 5. Now, listen to this. See if this don't line up what we're talking about. Praise his wonderful name. Now, of course, this is the lady that had the issue of blood uh, for 12 years. And she came to Jesus. Uh, let's start at verse number 25. Mark 5, 25 says, And a certain woman which had an issue of blood for 12 years has suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. And when she had heard of Jesus, came in, pressed behind, touched his clothes. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Verse 30. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power of virtue had gone out of him, turned about and said, who touched my clothes? What, what was it? Somebody touched him with faith. Now, there was a lot of people touching him, but then there was a touch of faith that, that got his attention because when that person touched him with faith, power came out of his body. The anointing came out of his body and caused the result that she was believing him for. Now, I want to look at this verse 28 in the Amplified. Now, notice what we're saying. Faith thinking and speaking produces manifestation. That you're speaking, that you're thinking and you're speaking must line up. That's 
what the Holy Spirit is saying to us tonight, that you must make sure you're in divine alignment. You must make sure you make corrections. Make sure your mind and your mouth is in total agreement for what you believe in God for. If not, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to delay your manifestation. You're not going to receive it if you keep changing up on the course of what you believe according to what you think. Now, here in verse number uh, 28, for she kept saying, now, what does she keep saying? She kept saying it in her mind. And because she was standing in her mind, she was standing in her mouth. If I can but touch the hem of his garment, if I could only touch the hem of his garment, I would be restored to help. Now, she kept saying, what did she do? She kept saying, I want, to hear, I want you to hear what I'm saying. She kept saying, in spite of what was going on in her body, she kept saying, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Why was she saying that? Because she was thinking it. And when she was thinking, she was speaking. And her thinking and her speaking brought manifestation in her body. What she tried to get 12 years, spent all her money, went to all the doctors, and they could do her no good. But she got lined up. She got a hold of the spirit of faith, lined herself up, and got the miracle she desired. Now, God is operating the same way. He hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday and today and forever. What happens, ladies and gentlemen, we stop saying it because we stop thinking it. Or we let, or we thinking it and then we saying something different. You can't do that. You're not going to receive. Listen, you're not going to receive if you're doing this, ladies and gentlemen. James said, a man that say one day, but, but matter of fact, matter of fact, let me go over there. And we'll come back, we'll come back and add some more to this. But let's go to James real quickly. James chapter one. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me this. James chapter 1. Listen closely. Praise God. James chapter 1 and verse number 6. It said, let him that ask in faith not wavering. For he that wavered is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 7. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything from the Lord. Now, we can't get no plainer than that. Come on, come on, body Christ. We can't get no plainer than that. Apostle James now is sharing with us that if you're going to receive from God, you're going to have to stay in the spirit of faith because if not, you're not going to receive anything from the Lord. In the Amplified, it says, only it must be in faith that he asks without wavering. No hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, doubts, is like the billowing surge at the sea. And is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. Verse 7. For truly, your class, for truly let, let not such a person imagine. But where's the imagination is? In your mind. Imagine that he will receive anything he asks for from the Lord. Wow. That's important. You see what I'm saying? Verse 8 saying, uh, for being as he is, it's a man of two minds. You're not going to receive from God if you got two minds. You're going to have to become single-minded in the spirit of faith. Listen closely because I'm giving you the truth. Let me give you verse 8 again. For, for being as he is or she is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, Israel, uh, 
uh, irresolute. He is unstable, unreliable, uncertain about anything he thinks, feels, and designs. And so he said that guy is not going to receive anything from the Lord. So we have to be single-minded in the spirit of faith. So James is pointing out that if you operate, uh, if you operate as a man of two minds, in other words, you're thinking one, you think in one way and you speak another way, a way, that's two minds. You know, he said you ain't gonna receive anything from the Lord. Now, let's go over to Matthew. I'm almost finished, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very, very important message in your life. You have to operate like this all the time. You can't, you know, one day, no, 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 you got to be steady. You got to be steady, praise God. Amen. Now, in Matthew chapter 9, let's look at this again. Uh, the same account of the woman that had the issue of blood. And verse 20, Matthew 9 and 20. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, now notice this, she said within herself, ladies and gentlemen, that's thinking. Means she's not saying it outside, she's saying it inside. What are you saying inside? What are you saying inside? What are you saying inside? Because what you say inside is going to determine what happened outside. All right? It's very crucial. Now, again, verse 21, for she said within herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. Wow. The Amplified said, for she kept saying to herself, she kept saying, I shall be healed. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. I am delivered. I am delivered. I am whole. I mean, this is what she was saying over and over again. And she was touching the hem of his garment. She kept saying it. And as she was saying it, she was thinking it, she was saying it, and she touched him. Boom, the miracle took place. Same way. It's going to be the same way. Got to line up. This is the spirit of faith in operation. And the church say amen to that. Now, praise God. So no matter what you are dealing with, you have to line your mind and your mouth up with the promises of God if you want to change those facts by faith. Because faith changes any facts. It might be a fight you get that situation. It might be a fight you get this uh, 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 situation on your job. It might be a fight that you got pain in your body. We're not denying that that's happening. But we're saying that faith can change that fact to the truth. What's the truth? You are healed. What's the truth? You are delivered. What's the truth? We have the victory. What's the truth? I am prosperous. What's the truth? All these things are so important. That's the truth. Why? Because it's the promises of God. And the promises of God are yes and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. They are irrevocable. You can't change them once God says something. It's going to happen just like he said. And the church say amen to that. Oh, that's good preaching tonight. Woo-wee. Line up. Get your mind. Get your mouth. Flowing in the spirit of faith. And then watch God show up in your life in a supernatural way demonstrating his power and his abilities in your life like never before. And the church say amen. One more. Go to Matthew. We'll close with, go to Mark. We're going to close with Mark 11. Mark 11. 
praise his name. You ought to be shouting right now. You're getting, you're getting some correction, but you get some encouragement. Amen. So you know what to do. If you haven't been doing it, change. You know, if you've been, why it ain't happening? Well, maybe this might be the issue. Now, in Mark 11, Jesus is teaching on what we're saying. And we'll look at verse number 22, and I want to read it in the Amplified for time's sake. It said that Jesus, praise God, the master teacher, replied, said to them, have faith in God constantly. You must do this constantly. I can't say that strong enough. Then it say, truly, I tell you, whosoever say to this mountain, be lifted up, thrown into the sea, and does not doubt at all in his heart or his mind, but believe that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatsoever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that is granted to you and you will get it. How I'm gonna get it? Cause I got my thinking and I got my speaking in divine alignment and I don't care what's going on. I'm not letting anybody break my focus. I'm not letting anybody break my spirit of believing that God will do exactly what he say. Hallelujah. Now I give you line upon line, precept upon precept of what the Holy Spirit is saying for us. That's why I told us every day, Father, we thank you for the debt-free turnkey building for greater glory. So you got said it. And then you got to believe what you're saying going to take place. Well, I don't, I don't know we said that, you know, how we know somebody going to give us the building. You can't be saying that and saying that. That ain't no faith. You got to say, believe what the Holy Spirit is saying. Because that word came from God. So if that word came from God, then God has the ability, he has the power to deliver it into our hands. The prophet said, God's going to give us a debt-free turnkey building. But now we have to come in agreement with that. And we have to say it until we believe it's going to take place. Amen. I know it's going to happen. I'm just waiting. Every day, it's going to be the day that we get our building. Tomorrow, this is going to be the day that we get our building. Next day, this is going to be the day we get our turnkey debt. And so you do it constantly until God manifests in your life. Father in heaven, I thank you for the word of the Lord tonight. I've delivered what you have given to me to give to the body of Christ. According to the spirit of faith, that we can receive demonstrations and manifestations and explosive miracles as we expect the great things in 2022. Father, I thank you that they get a hold of this revelation, uh, that they will go over and let you speak further to them, Holy Spirit, because this is uh, a crucial uh, message for us, that we stay in divine alignment. It's the only way we're going to receive from you. Anything outside that we're not going to receive, give them confidence and courage to believe what has been said. Give them the boldness to walk it out. Give them the courage to study it even more, Father, and give them the boldness to repent if they've been out of alignment and correct their measures, get back under the righteousness of faith and receive the bountiful blessings of Almighty God. Father, we thank you. We thank you for our debt-free turnkey building that you've given to us. We, you spoke it to us, me and my wife. We drove all the way to uh, 
uh, Bluffton, South Carolina, to hear those words spoken into our lives by your servant. And we believe that he's a man of truth. He's a man of honor. He's anointed to say the things that you've given to him to say to the body of Christ. So we thank you for demonstrations and we thank you for this explosive miracle. We expect in great things to manifest behind the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Well, it's been a joy ministering to you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I would encourage you. Uh, they're going to put on the line where you can sow your seed, uh, give your tithes and offerings, your free will offerings. Amen. Your priestly gift, the Lord is leading to you to sow into uh, the anointing of my life. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, I mean, God is highly anointing us to do some great things for the kingdom of God. And so we just want to encourage you. Uh, be people of the word. The Bible says, don't be hearers only, but be doers of the word. He said, a man that do the word will be blessed in his deed. So we encourage you. Uh, David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So David said, attend to my words. So we got to attend to the words. When we do this, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to receive all the things that the Father wants us to have. Amen. But anyway, there, get your tithes and offerings, your free will, your, your free will offerings. Uh, listen, the more you honor God with your seed, the more he's going to meet your need. Now, that's just plain and simple. The more you honor God with your seed, the more he's going to honor your needs. I can tell you he's doing it every day in our life in a supernatural way. I encourage you. Amen. Don't be afraid to sow. Don't be afraid to sow what he tell you to sow because that's where he's going to meet you at your breakthrough is what he tell you to do. Now, um, we'll be at Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. Come ready. Looking for a miracle. Uh, looking for God to do something great in your life as we share the words of truth with you. Uh, don't forget every day uh, we say Thank you, Father, for the debt-free turnkey building for Greater Glory Life Center. And, and we're going to watch God do something great, and we're going to have a great testimony uh, that God has done in our life. Well, as I go from you, I declare, I decree God's peace. I decree God's uh, favor. I decree God's increase. And I decree God's mercy. I decree God's protection. And I decree God's provision over your life, your family, your business, and all those that are connected to you. May the Lord, may the Lord thy God bless you, bless you richly in all that you do. We love you. We appreciate you. We see you real soon. Hear my words. Keep walking by faith. God bless you. See you soon.